Now today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. Amendments to the Senate version of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act will protect catch-up contributions to TSP retirement savings plans. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Orrin Hatch was expected to introduce an amendment to the Republican-led tax reform initiative that would restrict federal employees from making extra contributions to their thrift savings plan accounts from pre-tax earnings. In his final markup yesterday, Hatch dropped the proposal. Employees will now have more options for continuing their education. The Office of Personnel Management has signed new agreements for reduced tuition rates and or scholarships at Catholic University, Pace University, Park University, and Utica College. Some of the deals extend the benefits to spouses and dependents. The higher ed institutions will offer courses in acquisition, human resources, and auditing. Military families say their top concern is not having enough time together. Family time has surpassed pay and benefits in a new survey by Blue Star Families. Other concerns noted in the survey, two-thirds of military families said they could not find reliable daycare or help for children trying to cope with the unique challenges of military life. The Senate confirms President Trump's third pick to be the Secretary of the Army. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Senate voted 89-6 to 6 yesterday to confirm Mark Esper, formerly the top lobbyist at Raytheon. The approval means all three military departments now have Senate-confirmed secretaries for the first time in the Trump administration. The president's first two picks for the Army's top civilian job were forced to withdraw. Vincent Viola dropped out because of financial entanglements, and Mark Green stepped aside amid a political controversy about remarks he had made about Muslims and LGBT Americans. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. House Oversight members are pledging their help in securing testimonial subpoena power for the Inspector General community. During a hearing to examine IG recommendations and reforms on Wednesday, Congressman Steve Russell said that he was honored to take the lead on giving IGs the proper tools to do their job. Subpoena power is one of five legislative priorities still outstanding after last year's passage of the Inspector General Empowerment Act, which gives IGs new powers to access evidence for their investigations. Veterans Affairs is wrapping up contract negotiations with Cerner Corporation for a new electronic health record system. It'll be a 10-year deal and will be implemented across 1,600 VA facilities and community providers. The new record-keeping system is the same deployed by the Defense Department. VA Secretary David Shulkin says it'll take 18 months for the first system to go online and seven or eight years to fully implement. In comings and goings, Nick Rasmussen, the director of the National Counterterrorism Center, is leaving federal service at the end of the year. Rasmussen has been the director of the center since 2014. His deputy director, Russ Travers, will serve as acting director until President Trump nominates a permanent replacement. A first from the White House when it comes to cybersecurity sharing. The Trump administration is making what was previously a secret process for disclosing software vulnerabilities more transparent. Rob Joyce, the White House Cyber Coordinator, announces yesterday new details about how the government decides which software bugs to tell the vendor about and which ones to keep a secret for use by the intelligence or law enforcement agencies. Joyce says the White House is releasing eight broad factors the Equities Review Board uses to make disclosure decisions. He says the government already discloses more than 90% of all software problems. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.